Welcome to the Plus Up podcast brought to our listeners by Media Plus Advisors. I am Perry Ann Gregnon, and I'm joined today by my two partners at Media Plus Advisors. Hi there, Carly and Susan. Hi. 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 Um, Susan George is going to introduce our topic today. Sure. Thanks, Perianne. You know, today we're not going to speak to a guest. We have a lot of great guests lined up over the next few weeks, but we wanted to take a step back and talk a little bit about how we've repositioned the traditional media audit work that so many marketers that we've worked with over the years know us from our previous roles and how we've transitioned that into media performance management. We believe this is the future. It's something that we're working on. The future is now. It's here. We're really excited about it. So we wanted to spend a little time today talking about it. Um, so with that, you know, Perry, and I'll ask you, you know, we this is not a new topic for us. We did a podcast on this back um, in the fall when we launched our consultancy. We talked about media performance management a little bit, a little bit. And, you know, we've been having a lot of conversations with clients and getting engagement started. Um, but really, you know, do you want to give us a little intro into what's new and why we're talking about it today? Sure. You know, I think one of the reasons that we really launched the firm was that we wanted to improve it. You know, we wanted to reinvent how media performance was done. I don't think it would have been much fun to just kind of like repeated, you know, what the status quo was. So, you know, when you have a fresh approach like we have, it's really been, you know, a gigantic opportunity that like that ability to change and innovate has really had a multiplier effect on what we've been able to, to build you know, up for clients. And really it's, it's kind of boils down to three parts when we built up the new process. One was you have to look at what's currently working for clients and keep it right. You're not, you're not throwing everything away. There are absolutely parts of um, media auditing that we've kept for media performance management. Um, you know, oh, then the next part is that there were parts that absolutely needed to go. You know, I think first was, you know, because we're focused on the U.S. market, there were, um, you know, some old processes around it that just weren't working as well here. Um, you know, parts that were slow, annoying for agencies, data collection, um, verification methodologies that really weren't necessary or useful for driving a client outcome. And then, so, you know, so far we've said we want to keep some stuff. We want to get rid of some stuff, and now we need to add back some stuff. And, you know, we've been really fortunate because we've been working for clients for so long and really listening to what they wanted. They have had goals and desires, and, yeah, some of them were like, you know, can you do this? That is a perfect opportunity to build those, um, you know, goals and desires back into what media performance uh, is today. So, you know, what's new? What's new? Like the top three things is adding business outcome KPIs into media audits. And I know we're going to talk about that a lot today on the podcast. Um, next, I think, is, you know, a hard look at pools. You know, are they useful? You know, how are they being applied? Is their usefulness what, what they once were when they were first invented? you know, 15 or 20 years ago. And then the third thing is that it's an omni-channel world. You know, a lot of these old processes around media audits were invented where television was like the center point. That's absolutely ancient thinking. Um, you know, there's not a marketer out there that's not applying things, 
you know, to an omni-channel, you know, um, strategy. So um, new is business outcomes, you know, take a hard look at pools and, you know, be omni-channel. And, you know, clients, they're past wanting to buy an off-the-shelf product. You know, it, it's it's not about, oh, we've built something and, uh, you know, there's a, you know, there's two versions of it or whatever, you know, and you're going to force that into the marketplace. No, clients absolutely, um, you know, demand to have things that are going to satisfy their goals and objectives. So, um, you know, but they have must-haves, right? They, there are certain things that they got to get out of anything that's going to help them, you know, design, you know, a performance program. Um, Susan, you've worked with so many clients over the years. Do you want to talk about like the must-haves that that clients um, you know have on their list? Yeah. So when we were thinking about this, we really identified four things that we felt were imperative to move traditional media auditing into the future. And you've touched on a couple of them, but first of all, you know, and I'll, and we're going to get into these. So, but first, you know, it really needs to be omni-channel, like you said you know, clients aren't just really focused on linear TV anymore. It's, it's, you know, the, the percentage of spend of their media mix is really shifting. So, you know, really need to think about all the different channels a client is um, spending money on. Two, really focusing on collaboration and shared goals. Three, we really want it to be faster and more actionable. And also, you know, you touched on this one for really business-based um, KPIs really need to be a priority. So when we think about that, you know, omnichannel and faster are things that we've heard from clients for years. And and in designing a new process, they're really table stakes. But when we think about things like collaboration and shared goals and business outcome-based KPIs, that's where the mindset tends to starts to shift from the traditional media audit process that so many people know. So, you know, with that, Carly, talking about um collaboration and shared goals. When we think about, you know, our work that we've done from a traditional media auditing standpoint, this this is a pretty big change for us and a real shift in mindset. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, why we think this is important? For sure. It's as simple as this. Nobody likes a watchdog. It's not a game of gotcha. So there's really only winning and success in this space when business goals are achieved. You know, we have always performed media performance audits with a collaborative spirit. You know, we make sure that the agency sits at the table during the kickoff at the, of the engagement or to make sure they understand scope and are aligned. We make sure that we build in a step to the process where the agency can then build in context to the report. So this is, this is all about collaboration because the fact is, marketers enlist agencies to support their go their goals as partners they're not hired help and that's what we mean by shared goals that goals that are set to achieve the desired business outcome so again auditing should not be watchdog it should be bringing in an experienced third party who can take another look at the data to pull insights and apply industry learnings and best practices to develop recommendations for improvement. That, that's the spirit of it. And, and then of course, if there's an in incentive compensation arrangement, these results can also be used to inform whether or not the incentive goals were met. But really, quite simply, smart marketers collaborate and align with their agencies on KPIs before everything begins. 
All right, so now I'm going to ask the next question. I think we've all mentioned already business outcome based KPIs and in our conversations with people around the industry and the marketers that we're working with, they are nodding their heads furiously when we're talking about media performance management, but sometimes they get tripped up on this part, the business the business outcome-based KPIs, because it sounds great, but how do we think about it so that it's not just buzzwords? perry Ann, will you take this one? Sure. Um, we have to start with media KPIs, right? And ask the question, how is the media performing? But imagine if you just stopped there and you didn't do anything else and you just looked at the media. You know, you, what you'd have on your hands is you'd say, wow, you know, I got the greatest CPM. I just beat the pool by, you know, 4.65%. You know, congratulations. But maybe the business is not performing. So what's happened over time is that you can have well-performing media KPIs, but they became really disconnected and just like not paying any attention to the business at large. So, you know, our goal is to look at both and bring them together. Um, the one that comes to mind a lot these days, coming off of 2020 for me, is probably, you know, clients that, you know, are seeking to gain market share. And in order to do that, um, you know, especially in some no growth categories, you need unaided top box awareness to be high. So not aided necessarily, but unaided awareness. Well, we better start measuring that in the context of media. So when we work with clients, you know, what we try to unpack for them is whether or not we want to develop a media proxy for a business KPI, right? And turn that into something that is media oriented, or do we want to isolate that business KPI and bring that together in our reporting? I think it's pretty interesting to say on one hand, wow, you know, here's my delivery Maybe my delivery from a media standpoint is suffering, or maybe it's suffering against certain parts of, um, you know, my audience segmentation. Well, maybe my unaided awareness is suffering. Wow, bingo. Let's start to put those things together. And that's how we want to knit media KPIs, which are foundational, and business outcome-based uh, KPIs, which are, you know, essential for marketers um, you know, to look at. Um, I, I think it's a real exciting and very new way to look at media performance. But Carly, I think you're right. People talk about it a lot. Mm -hmm. It's like that talking doing gap, right? Like we're here to really, you know, make that happen. Um, the two things I think, Susan, that you mentioned before, you know, in the group of four, um, you know, kind of must-haves were omni-channel and making things go faster. Mm -hmm. And, you know, can you talk a little bit about how we like chose those two and how we are, you know, like intaking them into our process? Sure. So, I mean, we, ch we chose them, be you know, because I think that's, we just heard um, from clients for such a long time that we really need to look at all of their activity and the lag time of getting results just, you know, made some of the analysis while, while they liked it, it just always felt a little too late to be useful. So when we were looking at our process, 
you know, we really made it about clients and not about us. So, you know, that's not meant as a dig on other companies to say that other companies are thinking about themselves first. But, you know, we know from experience, we have a lot of experience in this space at a couple different places, that once you start developing tools and processes, those things very quickly become outdated and inflexible. You know, you've got to... Um, You've got to get the data in a certain way in a certain time to get into your system the right way. And you've got a certain timeline you're meeting. Well, once you know, you've built that out to think about how you can, um, your ways of working, you, you just get to the point where, where it doesn't leave a lot of flexibility. So, you know, we know from working, we know how to automate things. We know how to use data visualization tools. So we those can help us quickly analyze data and allow some flexibility in, in how we're collecting data, how we're calculating it. So, you know, we're not in any way saying that, you know, technology is out the window. We're going to sit and, you know, calculate things as uh, traditionally as possible in Excel. We can really lean into some new ways of working that will help with speed. What we're also not doing is we're not trying to build out pools and then sell those pools to clients and get those clients on a schedule of, you know, your data has to come in this way on this timing in order to be part of the pool and you're going to get your results and they're, um, you know, this is just how it's going to work because these are our ways of working. So, so by getting rid of all of these things, we can really, you know, focus on starting each engagement with, you know, where is a client running? What channels are you running in? Why are you running in those channels? And then take a look at, you know, what measurements available, what gaps are there, and, and then really work on quickly developing a plan from there. And then once we do that, you know, a client isn't stuck in working in our ways of working. We have the ability to then, um, you know, act quickly, lean into, you know, different analysis types, whether it's third party data for quicker results or leading into agency analysis that's being done and really help quickly get to answering questions that are important to a client based on um, the channels that they're using. And, and, you know, the one thing we don't want to do is, and I think, you know, I, I think everybody's sick of hearing 2020 changed so many things, but if one thing we learned in 2020 is that to, to, you need to have flexibility in everything you do. So, so to put all of your time into tools, pools, processes, you're just going to not allow the flexibility that clients really need today. Um, you know, so, and, and we're not the first people really to, to acknowledge that media, traditional media auditing needs to change. I think there's been an awful lot of buzz in our industry about, um, you know, some different approaches that different companies are taking. So Perry Ann, you know, with all this buzz, what are some of your thoughts on how how that's going and how how the industry, the media auditing industry is changing? Well, we love the buzz, right? Because it softens yeah. the ground. You know, if you're the only person out there, you know, like, you know, you know, waving the flag for change, right? And it's ironclad, you're not going to get a lot of receptivity. So let's be honest, we we love that. I love the discussion and back and forth. I don't think it should be perfect. And I, I think that it's great that, you know, the bylined articles are showing up in some new places. Conferences now have it, you know, um, you know, on a panel. Uh, and it's not like, you know, some, you know, you know, you know, backroom boring thing anymore. You know, our perspective at Media Plus Advisors is that change and innovation are all around us. 
and that media auditing was ripe, overripe for change. I mean, the fruit is like sitting on the ground. So we love to see all the articles and people talking about it. And, you know, we're not just talking about change at our place. We're talking about, you know, let's disrupt it. And like you just said, Susan, you know, pools, is that working for everyone? You know, the question is just because you've been doing it doesn't mean you need to continue to do it if it's not useful, if the applications are actually declining, the match rates, you know, things like that. Um, so the way we look at it is that, boy, innovation change are absolutely needed. We're leading it. We're part of it. And we think it needs to be, you know, disruptive. Um, I loved what you were just talking about, about going faster and speed. And I got a question for Carly. So, you know, when people hear, oh, you're going to get it faster, it's going to, you know, you're going to get it sooner. I think that a lot of people might think, oh, what are they throwing out the window? You know, are, are we losing any of the detail that we know that clients want? Can you talk about that a little? Sure. We are not losing the detail. The details are important. You know, an analysis needs to be in-depth to support the insights that are pulled. In our disruptive process, we're still doing this deep analysis of all the cost and quality KPIs that are identified. We've just changed the how we do the work. And, you know, before I go into that a little bit, I want to point out that not every marketer is going to be cool with this. You know, not every marketer has the that mindset for this kind of change. They they like the way traditional auditing is done and that's fine. You have to do what's right for you, but you can't have the faster and omni-channel without the change is, is our point of view. And, you know, by ensuring that the KPIs that are identified go beyond foundational into business outcomes like we're talking about, this is going to make sure that the findings are relevant. So, yes, detailed, but details are nothing if they're not relevant. And then, you know, we haven't talked about it much today, but we we happy to talk to anybody about this. We don't want in that change in the process we are not going to wait for posted data there's plenty of data available to analyze that's reliable um so by not waiting for posted data that's how we're getting these insights to marketers not only faster but in a way that makes them actionable Right. And interesting. I just want to kind of talk about that a little bit. You know, when we say we're not waiting for posted data, that certainly doesn't mean that that getting a post from your agency isn't important. Of course it is. That's one of the things that your agency owes you. It's something that's normally delivered 90 to 120 days after the quarter ends. And, you know, we've when we've gone in and done analyses where we've looked at posted data, you know, Going through that posting process ensures a lot of accuracy. And, you know, when we go through the verification process after the data has been posted, we're, we're not finding any issues. So, yes, if if understanding the fully posted delivery is a KPI that you want to ensure, yep, that's coming. The agency is going to get, get it to you. But if you want to start looking at other KPIs quickly, why do you need to make sure that all of your data is cleared and posted before you start getting into that? I mean, your agency is looking at stewardship on a weekly basis to make sure that deals are coming in. So if you've got um, some weekly goals that's happening, 
if you've got some uh, share of voice goals and things like that, that data is available pretty immediately through third-party data. So, so why do you need to wait till the agency is finished posting to go into a third-party system to start understanding some, some, you know, um, share of voice and reach performance and things like that of you and your competitive set? You can start getting into that right away. So, so it's not like we're saying posted data isn't important. It just shouldn't be you know, the end all be all for starting the starting point for an analysis. Absolutely. And especially in the U.S. when it, there's such a time lag for that yeah. data. So, so we've talked about a lot of things, ladies. Um, if before I ask Susan, because I'm going to ask Susan to kind of summarize <laughs> all of this and, and really answer that question, what are the benefits to marketers? Anything either of you want to add before we get there? One other point I just wanted to add is, you know, you had mentioned that this might not be for, for all marketers. And I do think some marketers probably, you know, um, have some some reason to want to have a watchdog on their agency. And that could be, you know, based on some other things going on with the relationship. It could be based on the culture within that client, you know, for whatever reason. So I would say, you know, if if really um, looking for a watchdog type analysis where, um, you know, you want to find fault with the agency, I would say, you know, this is probably not the right type of engagement for you because, because when we think about business-based KPIs, it's very hard to do that type of work without, you know, having collaboration and shared goals from the agency because, because they're the ones who are trying to execute what your business goals are. So, so without that that shift in um, mindset, um, it, it's going to be harder to do this type of engagement if, you know, you think the agency is probably, you know, you're looking to find things that they've done wrong and, and that's that's the way you want to approach it. Right. 100% agree with you. So, so what are some of the benefits that we have maybe haven't covered or if you want to summarize the benefits to marketers? Sure. So, you know, I think, um, you know, each each marketer is going to, you know, find benefits that are really specific to their goals and how we're working on them with some of those engagements that we're working on now. But broadly speaking, you know, we've talked about this. Flexibility is the number one benefit. Um, you know, so with so much change, you really want to make sure that you can can keep up with the changes to your your media mix. Speed is um, the other benefit. You know, we want to make sure that we can start getting insights and um, learnings to clients as fast as possible. Um, and objectivity, you know, we talk about leaning into using agency data. You know, that doesn't mean that we're not adding a level of objectivity um, to methodologies and calculations and really bringing our senior expertise into that work. Um, and then value, you know, we don't want to... <laughs> Look, work with clients on engagements that aren't going to drive value. That's the reason you're doing this type of work. You want to be able to get some sort of value out of it. And then, you know, like I was saying, you know, with our shift from watchdog type mentality, you know, really making sure that as clients are working towards their goals, that they're really in lockstep with their agency and whatever third parties they're working on to make sure that everybody's really working towards the same goals um to really help drive the best business results for clients that's great well 
I think we covered what we wanted to cover. Um, we hope that our listeners are, we've piqued their interest <laughs> with some of these um, disruptive thoughts and ideas. We've actually written an entire insights paper on it, on media performance management, and we invite our listeners to visit our website to request a copy. And of course, we invite anyone to give us a call to talk because we are great listeners and we love talking about this stuff. So um, on behalf of Media Plus Advisors, I am Carly Feinstein and I'm going to say goodbye. Until next time. <laughs>